serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Um, Gatos, Chad is not here. But Bruce St. James is. And it's awesome to be here. Third day in a row, man. Unreal. Fantastic. We're going to have some fun till 6. There's Becky Lynn. Hello, Becky Lynn. Hello. Happy Let's, Thursday. Uh, yeah. She's ready for uh, college football season. You see that? Oh, yeah. I did not. Today is, yeah, for many schools, the You're first game of the year. You're a big Oklahoma fan. No, oh, for the no. love of oh. God. I know. He what does is it again? this all always, the time. I can it? tell from your accent. Yes, Tennessee. Tennessee. She's going to be singing Rocky Top That's in there right. all day. Roll he Tide. No. 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 Still no. No. Sorry. I always get that wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. <laughs> all right, uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's kick it off with how we're all killing ourselves. How about that? Doesn't oh, that sound God. fun? Yeah. All right, gun violence. Right. Uh, I was reading. Uh, Phoenix had at one point. This was a couple of days ago, so I'm sure it's changed. Seventeen shootings and eleven homicides last weekend. Uh, Chief Williams came out and talked about it, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and addressed the fact that there had been so much gun violence over the weekend. Felt yeah. like Chicago for a little while. It did. And you you were in Chicago for a couple of years. And I want to I'm aware of that gun violence. I want to I want to talk to you about that in a second. OK. OK. So um, it's very interesting. Rachel Mitchell is the uh, Maricopa County attorney. She's on with Broomhead. She's talking about, you know what, we're going to do something about gun violence in Phoenix. But here's the number. I think she's got the real number of homicides. Ten day period at the end of August, August 19th to the 29th, we got submittals for 16 homicides in the Maricopa County Attorney's Office, and 15 of those cases involved guns. That's just completely unacceptable. I do not want to see Maricopa County become another Chicago. All right. Hmm. Well, there you go, Bruce. Chicago. You live in. You lived in Chicago. You, yeah. You live here in Phoenix. You, you know. You live a little bit in California too. Are we becoming Chicago? That's not no, no, because that's uh, that's craziness every weekend. Consistent, sadly, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, consistent. This is a bit of an anomaly. Although, why? I mean, that's a fair question. Sure. What happened? Why? Why all of a sudden do you see spikes like this? And um, you know, for me, it was also looking at well, where where are they happening? Mm-hmm. I mean, that matters. Yeah. yeah, a you shootout in the middle me. of the Scottsdale Mall is a heck of a lot different than you know. Guess what? Guys in South Phoenix were shooting each other once again. Sadly right. enough, right, right. So uh, Rachel Mitchell said her office is attempting to reduce gun violence in the Valley, and here's the deal: um, by requiring defendants to serve time in jail for gun-related crimes. So if you want to be a criminal and you break the law and you use a gun. You're going to jail. All right. Okay. So we're in a second. We're going to ask, is this going to work? All right. Is this something that could work? So we've had a string of violent homicides around the valley for the last month or so. And now we've got the pro- the MCAO prosecutor saying, um, you know, what about these plea deals? You know, maybe we shouldn't have these plea deals. Mm. You know, maybe we should just say, hey, listen, if you're going to uh, use a gun, uh, we're going to send you to jail. So it's mandatory prison deal. If you use a gun in a crime, you must serve jail time. So is pointing the gun and not firing it, does does that count? I think what they're saying is you are you have to actively use your gun. I think if you point a gun, Brandish. you're actively... I think that's, that the terminology? Yeah. I think that's what it is. Actively using your gun. Does that mean squeezing the trigger? Not necessarily. See, I don't think so But you so can either. wave it around, point it at somebody... Let people know you have a gun 
and are in some way, shape, or form prepared to use it in the commission of a crime. More from Mitchell. We're partnering with the Phoenix Police Department to crack down on gun crime. And so we are going to be uh, unveiling a policy that if a gun is used in the commission of a crime or if somebody is a unlawful possessor of a gun, they are going to go to prison. Good. I, I don't know who could be against that. No, I, I don't think fundamentally there's yeah. anything wrong with it. I would just turn around and say, first off, you know, why weren't you doing this already? But secondly... Well, she just got in there. Right. Um, do you think this stops? Criminal criminal A. Yeah. Uh, who's going to go and, uh, and knock off a Circle K store, yeah. uh, steal some cigarettes and beer, yeah. and yeah. has a gun in his hand. Yeah. Do you think they care what the what the penalty is? I don't think they know what the penalty is. I agree. But they'll know what it is after they go to jail the first time, and maybe they won't do it a second time. Cuts down to repeat offenders, possibly. You know, but yeah. I I, I think that's good. I don't know if it dissuades them the first time. No, I I don't know if they they even know the law. No. They probably don't. Right. They just know they're breaking some of them. Okay, so let's assume that they're going to knock off, you know, some convenience store. They don't know what the gun, they don't know what the laws are here in uh, Maricopa County. Uh, but they but they will when, when they go to jail, when that person gets a lawyer and they figure out, well, you know, I didn't kill anyone. So just put me on probation. Eh, no, we're going to throw you in jail. OK, then it becomes this question. Are we going to overcrowd our jails? Because that's been an issue, too. Sure. Um, but I don't know. I think if you have this kind of gun violence. You you know I I applaud Mitchell. I think this is a I think good it's move. a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction. If you're willing to use, and again I'm going to use the term brandish, okay, and I hope I'm using it, it, it properly. But if you're willing to brandish and or you know threaten someone with a gun in the commission of a crime, yeah, you're a threat to society. You're going to jail. And and I do think it's interesting though the way we understand it. Tell me if you understand the same way. If you just have the gun tucked in your uh, waistband, yeah, that's okay. That's well, all right. I mean, I, I, I'm not okay if you're committing a crime, but that doesn't rise to the level. You actually have to be actively using the gun Correct. in the commission of the crime. Correct. So, uh, Rachel Mitchell is trying to crack down on gun violence. Here's what she, uh, a little bit more of what she had to say with Broomhead. People need to know that we are serious about this and we're going to be asking for them to be uh, high bonds, to be stay, to stay in jail so that they're not out committing more violent offenses and that will cut down on it. And then we are going to be asking for prison and the word will get around. I'm confident of that. Oh, well. that's, that's very different from Chicago. And one of the fundamental problems in Chicago is a revolving door, if you will. Uh, police, prosecutors and criminals. OK, it's like Gotham. <laughs> Thank you very it's much. crazy. The criminals are out there doing what they do. If the police don't catch them. The prosecutors can't prosecute them. Right. The police say, what good does it do to catch them? Because the prosecutors are just going to let them out anyway. Oh, the prosecutors say, hey. If you don't bring anybody through the front door, who are we supposed to bring? You know, everybody plays a game of pointing at somebody else. I but if you have these minimums mm-hmm. and you have this standard, it takes some of the subjectiveness out. All right. So Rachel Mitchell is basically saying mandatory prison time if you use a gun in a crime. All right. So you use a gun in a crime, you must serve jail time. Here's the other thing. Um, that person should not be able to get a gun after getting out of jail. You've got a criminal record. I don't think you're allowed to. Right. But, you, uh, but again, if you, have a, if you have a felony conviction, right, you're prohibited from owning a firearm, being in possession of a firearm. And, and I, I want to say you have to like petition down the road to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if someone so what so give me an example of what what would happen now somebody with a gun they could possibly not go to jail they could commit so what's happening now is you have people with a gun mm-hmm. and they commit that crime and they use the gun they're not just simply in possession of the gun uh, they're using the gun doing something with it when the crime is committed so right now are we just are we not putting them in jail well we're allowing them to plea yeah. We're allowing it. Let's say it wasn't violent. And, and I realize that if you're staring at the barrel of a gun, it was violent to you. Sure. Uh, you know, but it, it was a robbery, uh, you know, or like I said, they stealing cigarettes and beer from a convenience store. Mm. But no one was injured there previously before this policy. You could plead and maybe avoid jail time saying, hey, nobody got hurt. Mm. It was just beer. Right. right now you pull that gun out and point it at a clerk. No such no such leniency. All right. So Rachel Mitchell getting serious, uh, saying uh, if uh, if if you use a gun in a crime, you must serve jail time. We'll talk a little bit more about it uh, coming up. And uh, Bruce is in for Chad when we come back. Did you see that they're just everyone in the valley is giving away gasoline? Seriously, is it making you nervous? I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried too. It's making me nervous. Where's this going? We're going to talk about it next in the Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, we got Bruce in for Chad. And, uh, you know, you and I saw this story and we're like, there's got to be a catch. <laughs> right? What does it say about <laughs> us that when somebody starts giving away something for free, I like immediately reach for my wallet and go, okay, what's really going on? Are you on? like that too, Becky Lynn? If like the deal sounds too good, aren't you looking for like a, um, what's, what's the catch? Bit, yeah. okay. What's the catch? Of course, part of the catch is going to be you're going to have to wait a really long time in a really long line. Becky Lynn is correct. Circle K is offering a big gas discount today. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a discount of 40 cents per gallon. Uh, that is today. So, all right. So, how long are you going to wait for gasoline? I mean, really? How like what Idling. kind of a line? Because <laughs> you got to keep the AC on, uh, right? Exactly. And burn gas while you're waiting. Exactly. You know, it's bad for the environment. And I really don't. I don't really mm-hmm. care about the environment that much. But uh, uh, you know, drill. Let's drill. Let's keep drilling. I want some more oil. Uh, yeah, the discount is available only at locations that sell Circle K brand gas. I don't know what that means. You know what? That's where we're getting hosed. Like, what if you go to a Circle K and they're selling, I don't know, some other kind of gasoline? How am I supposed to know the difference? I don't know the difference. So here's something. Okay. I, I mentioned this the other day. There's there's an app for this. Okay. It's called Gas Buddy. I'm on oh, it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gas at Circle K's is not the same price. Say it again. Gas at Circle K's is not the same price. So I'm looking right here. Just we're looking near the radio station here. Okay, where we yeah. uh, high atop Sixteenth uh, and Northern. Right. What is it? Three. Uh, I got a three seventy three nearby. Oh. Uh, three seventy five. Okay. Uh, three ninety seven. I'm a honk them later. Uh, Those three, are not all Circle K's. Though, they're right? Circle. K, they're I'm just all doing Circle, circle K's. K's. Oh, okay. Three ninety nine. Hold on. Circle K. Do I got one Circle K over four? Let's look. Got a Circle K at four oh five over there on Nineteenth Ave. Well, what's your point though? That you're getting forty cents off of what? The, Three seventy five. The price of gas within five miles of us. There's a sixty five cent difference between <laughs> the high right. and the low. You gotta find the cheapest if one. If you went to the high price Circle K, got forty percent off, forty cents off. You're still paying twenty cents more than the other guy. You should have just gone to the other station. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no line. 
Like, buyer be. I'm, I'm not that circle. I just, I don't know. They're going to get you to go in and buy something because that's they how they I think you're going to get yourself a, a, a slushie yeah. and you're going to get yourself some chips. 40 year hot dog that's been rolling around With in that 50 thing. 50 people in line, you better not be getting out of your car <laughs> going in for a hot dog and chips. Circle K, 40 uh, cents off. You can save some money at the gas pump. It's Circle K Fuel Day and several Valley Circle K. Circle K Fuel Day. K's are going to be taking part. You can get 40 cents off per gallon of gas ahead of the Labor Day weekend. It's happening between 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. 4 to 7. All right, but I've got to ask the question, why? Why are you not doing it it for nice? What's in it for them? They're not doing it for me. They must think they're going to make it up in goodwill. No. Goodwill. No. No. You don't think so? No. Okay, so let me ask you this. (laughs) Seriously, Becky Lynn. Are you, do you see different gas as, uh, Exxon gas is different than Circle K gas is different than Quick Trip gas? No. So there's no, the branding doesn't matter to you. What's the goodwill? Gas is gas the is gas. The goodwill is that I, they saved me all this money going into the holiday weekend. I was able to get a full tank of gas for this much cheaper, and perhaps I'll remember that But when you're driving forward. down the street next time and it's five cents cheaper across the street, you're going across the street. You're not going to Circle K necessarily. It probably will be five cents cheaper across the street. <laughs> ah, she's good. Okay, I mean, but, but but you understand my point. Yes, if you go to Circle K and you're like, "Thank you so much, forty cents off," I'm going to always use you guys. No, you're not. You're going to stop wherever you stop. But don't you generally go to the same places all the time? I don't care. On your well, I, no. but I mean seriously, if there's I, a Circle K near you and they're offering, then you might you might go. You know, I need to stop the convenience store and then I go. Look for I'm che- I look for the cheap there. gas now. I look for the cheap gas. You do, yeah. Well, if and you I found that you can drive around the corner and save thirty cents a gallon. <laughs> All right, I, I I can't think of anything else other than why are they doing this? Are they doing it for goodwill, Becky Lynn? That's what you said. Well, what else would they? Maybe they're going to jack the price up right before <laughs> four o'clock. Look oh. at this. Right? Who are we talking about? We're talking, 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 talking uh-huh. about Circle K. Okay. Oh, so they okay. could have pumped that money into a billboard. Yeah. Or right. they can okay. say, we're going to put this out as goodwill and advertising or, because we're talking, talking, talking about it. Or is it like we're not getting... marketing geniuses over at Circle K. Yeah. Maybe Circle K says, we're not getting enough business. Let's knock off 40% and put it on sale. Uh, like, I, a, like a department store for clothes. <laughs> It's all got to go. Our gas is going down. Oh, yeah. go. It's past its due by Gato, so you got to go get it now. Oh, no, gosh. Clearance sale. Is that what it is? It's a clearance sale. Hey, if you don't want to wait in line at the Circle K today, I don't. you can go to the Diamondbacks game oh. because they plan to give fuel discount cards to the first 15,000 fans who attend Friday's game. They're not going to get 15,000 fans, are they? Here we go. Is that wrong? Here we go. I'm sorry. Let's, again, keep Wise the gloves man, above the belt. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. The Diamondbacks have been very exciting over the last few weeks. But could they get 15,000 fans? I think so, <laughs> yeah. I think they could. All right, I'm just checking. I'm, it's the Brewers. You know, no one wants to go see Milwaukee. Does people want to go see Milwaukee? Well, people no. who left okay. Milwaukee to move here would want to go. It's like four people. Yeah, it's like Milwaukee's six people. not that big. No, it's not that big. <laughs> The Diamondbacks are averaging, averaging about 25, 26,000 people a game. That's, a, that's not awful. No, I mean, it's not. And it's a Friday night. Yeah. So, yeah, hmm. probably so. Can I go in and then leave and go back in and get another gas card? They're are allowed to, to do that? They're absolutely on to you on that. They are. Well, now that you just said it, they're going to put your picture up at the freaking turnstile. That but is you true. You can get one and your wife can get one. Okay. And everybody that goes in with you Bring can get kids. one. Can I Can I leave? Do I have to watch the game? Can I just like walk in, buy, get the card and go home? Well, you have to buy a ticket. You have to buy a ticket to get through there. Okay. 
All right, if I buy a ticket, I walk in, I get the card, and I can I leave? Sure, you can. Sure, uh, you can do that any other day of the year. Uh, you, you can walk in, get the bobblehead, and leave. Exactly. I don't want to waste a Friday night at a ball game. I'm not a big baseball fan anymore. This is obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is clear. Okay. All right, I'm going to the Diamondbacks game. I'm going to get a discounted card. How uh, much of a discount? Uh, The card will provide 20 cents off per gallon of any grade uh, of gas at Circle K. Yeah. Is there an expiration date on the card? Like, do you have to get it this weekend? I don't know. I'll ask the guy at the ticket office. You could go in today, (laughs) fill up for the 40 cents off, then go to the game tomorrow night and get the 20 cents off. Yeah, but now I have to drive down to the game. That's using gas. Buy a ticket. But you can get one of those cheap seat tickets. It, it, it reminds me, when you say that, it reminds me of you. I used to have a friend that would always do the, the, the groceries, like the coupon things. Yeah, yeah. But they would drive like across town right. to save five cents. And I'm Doesn't like, you it. know you didn't save any money on this. Yeah, no, that's true. It cost you more to get there and back. Well, Circle K is just handing out gasoline. Like, Where were you two months ago? That's when it was real. Making it was like money five. hand over fist. Yeah. All right, coming up next, we have a frightening wake-up call at Arizona's southern border. You're going to want to hear this coming up. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, one of the big issues we talk about, obviously, is uh, the border on this show and uh, the drugs that come over. And now we have a frightening wake-up call in the uh, drug drug ec- uh, epidemic, excuse me. So it is fentanyl. And Bruce, we've talked about fentanyl. You've been, you know, you've been here a couple of days. We've talked about it like two or three times yeah. already. Uh, we've got some new news because, as you said yesterday, a hundred thousand overdose deaths a year with fentanyl. Uh, what is going on at the border, and what is going on with fentanyl? Joining us is our friend Brad Garrett, ABC News crime and terrorism uh, analyst. Uh, Brad, you've got some new details about the border and this drug epidemic. Can you tell us about it? So look at it this way. The uh, Sinaloa drug cartel, among others, but they seem to be at the forefront, have figured out that they can make more money with less effort if they make fentanyl. If you have the right chemicals, you only need a crude lab. They've got dozens and dozens of labs across Mexico that can crank out in a given week hundreds of thousands of fentanyl pills that basically look like an aspirin. Mm. So you've got a situation where um, you don't have to grow it. You don't have to cultivate it. You just have to get the chemicals together and make it. And it's so much cheaper than, than for example, producing and uh, uh, heroin that you have to turn into a kilo typically mm. and try to get that kilo across the border. So it's a win-win for the drug cartels. It's obviously a big um, losing proposition for us. ABC News is Brad Garrett. Hi, Brad. Uh, question for you regarding this. Are all of the, I'm assuming it takes chemicals and, you know, a little bit of know-how to put this together. Are those chemicals readily available in Mexico or are they getting them from somewhere? But primarily getting them from China huh? and India. Wow. Now, keep in mind that we have raised cane uh, for several years with China about selling fentanyl uh, already made. So they, they apparently, at least on the surface, have stopped doing that. But they have this huge underground marketing system that I've been told about that sells the chemicals hmm. to make fentanyl. So you don't really have to have a chemistry degree. Um, I saw a picture of one of the labs recently. It was like in an abandoned house in the middle of nowhere in Mexico. The kid mixing it 
you know, somebody told him to put, you know, three parts of this and two parts of that. And then he knows how to process it. He cooks it. And then they, they put it into a machine, much like pharmaceutical companies have, to make pills out of it. And that's why it looks like something like an aspirin right. by the time they get done with it. Now, you can see how much easier that's going to be to get into the United States. I mean, if you had a bottle of Bayer aspirin, you could dump the aspirin out and fill it with this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's another big issue. But the quality control is partly is what's killing so many people because because they don't mix it like a pharmaceutical company would. It could be 30% potent. It could be 100% more potent than perhaps an opioid prescription you would get from your doctor. Wow. And so what happens, somebody takes it, and basically it shuts down your respiratory system so you can't breathe anymore. That's why cops carry uh, Nalcon so that they can basically bring you back to life because if you don't have that, at that critical, you're you're dead within minutes. Yeah, and that's what we have. Sadly, at this point, Brad Garrett, ABC News crime and terrorism analyst. One lab in Mexico can produce one million fentanyl pills in a week, and can pass them off as these uh, you know innocuous looking tablets. Uh, what well, can can we shut these labs down, or can we get Mexico to shut these labs down, or is that just that's not going to happen? Well, interesting you ask that because <clears throat> according to what I've uh, been told. The, the Mexican military shut them down all the time. I mean, a lot of them. But let's face it, you're talking about lawless territories that drug cartels control. Mm-hmm. And so they just go down the road and set up another one. Yeah. Because it's just that easy. My sense would be that the cartels themselves control the chemicals. They take the chemicals to the cooker, who could be just a kid that lives in a village, show him how to do it, give him a hazmat suit, and then come back in a week and pick up the pills. Oh, gosh. And then they start through their dis- distribution route, whether it be this direction, going north, or some other direction. Hey, Brad, uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate the time and thanks. the insight. You're welcome. Take care. Brad Garrett, ABC News, crime and terrorism analyst. It is such an issue. My it's gosh. like the Mexican version of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you could you could do this anywhere, and look what you can, you can crank out, this type of stuff. By the way, I carry Narcan. Why? In case I come across someone having an opioid. Wow. Illness. You leave it in your car? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I have a little med kit in the car, and I have okay. Narcan. You can get it. You can go to any, um, uh, like a Walgreens, CVS, and ask for it. And the doctor will write you a, uh, the pharmacist will write you a prescription, and you can buy it there. Well, let's hope you never need to use it. I hope I never do. Yeah. I don't hope I never do, but I have a friend that was a, a Scottsdale police officer who used it in the field on a, a came upon an a unconscious person, yeah. and he said it was... Like magic. Well, he, goes, he goes, I thought the guy was dead. He goes, I, I wasn't getting any sign. I gave him the just a little squirt in his nose. And he goes, the guy sits up. Gosh. And he goes, it scared the hell out of me. Well, that's why a lot of people that are going to do that are going to do these drugs. They go to a public place mm-hmm. in their car. Remember we were talking a couple of years ago? People were doing it like the Walmart parking lot. Why? Because if you pass out or you die... Or, for, or you, you know, you stop breathing. Someone could see Hopefully you. Somebody's there. That and can... that's why you're in a public place. All right. Yeah. Coming up next. Uh, why did a why did a Southwest pilot threaten to turn the plane around? You're not going to believe this story. <laughs> There's some sicko on this plane. We got to talk about. It's coming up next. The Gatos Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. 
Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, The Who, are heading to Auction Pavilion on October 30th for the The Who Hits Back Tour. Tickets on sale now, and you could win a pair just by visiting the contest page at KTAR.com. All right, Bruce in for Chad. It's a sick story. This is a this is sick. Not the not the who. No, that's not that fine. one. No. no, okay. We got a story uh, from a uh, a pilot of a Southwest Airlines flight. Got it. Uh, he threatened to uh, he threatened to can- cancel the takeoff. He said, "Listen, if this keeps going on, I'm pulling this plane. I'm turning it around. <laughs> Don't make me pull this plane over. <laughs> Don't make me dr- <laughs> right." So, what exactly? What would make a pilot get on the? Uh, this is pilot speaking. You know, that kind of thing. And what would make you do that? Oh, I don't know. Travel trouble for people on board a Southwest flight. A passenger says someone was using Apple's airdrop service to send the image of a naked man to other passengers on board the flight. Oh, gosh. People are sick. The pilot was notified and was not happy. No. No. I don't think I'd be happy if I, I clicked accept. Oh, look what I'm looking at. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? They were flying to Cabo. Oh, this is a plane to Mexico. Cabo San Gatos is what I call that. That's awesome. I love Cabo. Folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, send a naked picture. Let's get yourself to Cabo. Well, you are going to Cabo. You have to expect some side of sort of a new naked picture. (laughs) The passenger says she didn't receive any additional unsolicited photos, and the flight continued to its destination. In a statement, Southwest says that their employees were made aware there was a problem on board. They addressed it, quote, with to support and comfort those who were traveling. Okay, here's my issue. Okay. Uh, does everybody know what AirDrop is? Do you think that's commonplace? Yeah, I mean... If, if, you, if you have an iPhone and I have an iPhone, yeah. instead of texting you, I could just like... I can AirDrop you pictures. Right. Instead right? of texting a picture to you, I can AirDrop and it. it just and, show, and you accept quicker. it, it shows up on your phone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I can't make the AirDrop feature work when I'm standing <laughs> next to someone I'm trying to send pictures to. Uh, How's funny. this guy making it work on an airplane with people he doesn't even know? I think it's a great point. And I you can't don't, make it work. You don't have to accept it either. You don't have. You're no, right. Because yeah. it asks you. Do you want you it? You want to accept yeah. this? You don't know who's coming from. Just yeah, but curiosity it. would make you accept. It'll kill it. the cat. I've heard. Yeah. Every like, time. That would that would make me accept it. I'd be like, I don't know who this is. Eh, I'm accept it. And then you, know, you look at I, it. You know, because Gatos would be like. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe the girl in 11A thinks I'm cute. No, no, no. I'm married. I'm a happily married man. <laughs> then wouldn't you be curious? <laughs> I no, think you not... can see the picture before you accept. Can you? I think you can, yeah. Uh, yeah, you should see, be able to see something. You're right. So, you know what? Maybe people didn't click. Maybe they clicked decline, but they saw the naked dude. So, here's the question. Who sent this? Who, who was airdropping? Did they ever find out who it was? I don't believe they did. Is the guy sending a nude picture of himself, or is it a nude picture of someone else, and he's just a sick person? You know, he's going to Cabo. He's, you know, it's nine in the morning. He's been at the bar for three hours. You see the picture before you hit accept. Yeah, you do. Okay. Zinsmeister just, uh, uh, yeah, there it is. By so, the way, it's a, it's a fantastic picture of The only person that I can see Sean is out Connery. in the newsroom. I don't see your phone at all. Yeah. So the wise man just sent all of us. An airdrop. Yeah. I don't have my phone near I me. I can either decline or accept, but it shows me what the picture is before What is I the picture of? Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Why Sean Connery? It's Why the most pic- recent picture in my camera roll. What do you what? take the pictures of Sean Connery, Sean Connery for? I don't know. I don't what know. Is, 
I'm just shitting you. Well, that sounded like a bad word you just Sean said. Sean <laughs> Didn't sound like sitting, I'll tell you that right now. I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> if you play that again, I'm telling you, it doesn't sound like he said sitting. That's Sean Connery. So they never found the guy no. who was who was doing well, this. Well, how would you you wouldn't how would you know? Because it would just be coming from a number, right? I think just a number. If they weren't one of your contacts. Right. And that's a setting, if I'm not grossly mistaken on airdrop, where you can choose to accept airdrops from contacts mm-hmm. or anyone. Mm-hmm. So whoever this woman on the plane that got it is right. probably had it set to anyone can airdrop you, not contact. Well, here's the terrible part. Like, what if what if your you know, your twelve year old daughter has an iPhone and Ooh. it went to them? Well, and do you, you know, know yeah. do you know, I guess maybe the better thing is, do you know how airdrop works and do you know how to maybe enable some of the protections that that can't happen? So now we're going to have to take more our thing. child's phone and make sure that we, you know, turn the airdrop off or what have you. You can turn it off or set it to contact. Wise man. It might have been an accident. You think it was an accident that meant it to send it to their significant other, but accidentally send it to someone else? The, the lady plane? in 17F. Maybe it was We an don't accident. even know that this came from a guy. I'm thinking it's a guy, and I'm it's thinking... It's a picture of a guy, but it might have come from someone else. I'm thinking he's half in the bag, and he's going to Cabo, and he decided <laughs> to be a jerk. He's been at the bar in the airport Goodness. for an hour and a half. All right, naked pictures sent on a... On an airplane. Yeah, yeah. All right, next hour, Katie uh, Hobbs. Tough on the border? Stick around.